What is up, everybody? Hollywood Cole here for another H&K Video Game Experience. Today, uh, I'm here with uh, Coach RX. It's back again. What is going on, dude? Welcome back. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Sure, dude. We had a, he had a good idea to do some fighting games, uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today. A little bit of Street Fighter Mortal Kombat, and I'm sure it'll branch off. Uh, Clearfire is not going to be here today. He's, ca he's catching up, uh, trying to get well. From the, uh, the Chinese mist that's going across the U.S., <laughs> getting everybody sick. <laughs> Me and uh, Coach are both coughing up, so we'll try to minimize it. But uh, we're well enough to do this podcast, so it should be pretty good. So, what's been going on, man? You've been playing a lot of uh, Monster Hunter lately, looks like. Yeah, pretty much, man. I, I hadn't been ho hooked on a game like this since since EverQuest. It, yeah. It's just, uh, it, it doesn't get old. Are you working on builds, or what are you just working on? I know you're like level 150 or something now, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put off that new uh, that new call of Torath raid, or whatever you want to call it, till I was off work, you know, because I, I didn't know what to expect. And um, usually it takes like 15, 20 minutes, depending on who you got. But um, <laughs> it, it, it drops the, the weapons that you build in the game you know like you 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 have to get so many drops from so many uh monsters you know combine them together to make a weapon well this drops weapons like in their final form they're like rarity six seven eight and um they're, they're pretty much a side grade from what you've already got but say for instance you want to branch off into the insect glaive, you don't have to go start from scratch. You could just get one and, and it's, you know, good enough to play with. And uh, that's kind of where I've been going. I've been, I'm trying to get a bow, but I can't get him to drop the bow, but I got him to drop my charge blade. Yeah, he just, dropped an insect glaive for me. That was a level or rarity eight last time I played and it was kind of bonk. But then they had a, uh, he, he did drop the uh, great sword that's gold or whatever. It's like the one that's in the ads and everything. And yeah. it has like, I mean, I, I don't know the damage of a great sword to compare it to. You know, obviously it's more, way more damage, just raw damage than the others, but it has a par paralysis 400 on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, I, a, a beast. It's like every hit's a, a paralysis. I, 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 I want to try the great sword just because I've read so much about it. And, you know, like the charge blade, essentially what you're doing is you're building up a charge for one big hit, which with the great is that sword. that the shield and sword? Yeah, yeah, and it okay. turns into an axe. But um, the great sword, I mean, it's essentially the same thing. You're charging up this big hit, and <laughs> at the last minute, the monster's going to jump. If it ever does. <laughs> the monster's going to jump out of the way at the last minute. <laughs> yeah. But, That's uh. I played with that, and they don't have a DPS meter. At least, you know, I don't. I don't. I guess they can't come out with one on console unless the game itself, the makers, come out with it. But um, I just kind of judged it by I went, I got it, and I went and hunted the great Jagras like, with it to see how fast I could kill him, and I still beat him way faster with the insect glaive. And I got yeah. some got some slams on that dome piece too, man. <laughs> I mean, you can you can roll back and come down. He'll do a he'll do a a quick, that's kind of boom, and he and he just already his body's already spinning to build up that momentum, and he comes down, boom, 
and it's awesome. I mean, it's it's a great satisfaction yeah. when it hits. I, I, I think I think that that's a lot of the 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 value, the replay value of the game is you can just pick up a new weapon and it's like a a new challenge. And um, yeah, it is. I've I've enjoyed it. It's it's very very well done. So I think they're supposed to come out with a new um, land, like you know, new area. And I would hope with that area would be you know a whole new. You know how you kind of go to a new area and it's always like five monsters, new set of monsters. Mm-hmm. I would hope that that would be included with that. I think that's their first DLC. That's what Clear was saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, you forget how fun it is. I've been playing God of War, and man, that oh. is. Oh uh, man, it is so sick. I heard. It's, I love it. I heard it's great. It, 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 it is. is. Is it? Is it like like your your son is kind of like a palico? Yeah, exactly. Just kind of kind of like a pet. That's exactly how it is. You don't have to like escort him, you know, and that kind of crap. Where you would think, you know, God of War ain't gonna do nothing like that. It's just straight. Uh, he he runs around with his bow, and you can get him armor. You can get him, uh, you know, upgrade his bow. Uh, and he has abilities too, like one ability. That's the first one I've gotten. And he'll shoot down on the ground, and he'll turn the aerial will turn into like a, a white wolf and attack like three enemies or something. But you have an axe. It's the Leviathan axe, and he uh, he can throw it, and he he always just can hold his hand and recall it, like just, you know, just comes right back in his hand wherever it is. Like Thor. So, yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a Thor hammer. It's exactly right. And so, and he's got combos. He can go into Spartan Rage, but he has a shield too. And you almost want to throw that axe away. And he just starts beating. And the combos look so good. That shield will come out every once in a while. Boom! And uh, it's it's really cool. And you can you know that's how you'll start working up. But they got they got the the enemies have a bar above them now. The other ones they didn't have that on the other God of War. And they'll have a no, level that, too. That 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 my, that was my my swan song on PS3 was uh, God of War three. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, uh, I, I played it for the first time on four. It, it was it was so good. You know when, when you when, when you start sacrificing sleep, you know like yeah, like, that's, like, that's right. You, you know you got to go to work, and you're like, okay, I, I, I get I get six hours of sleep. Well, some of the greatest minds ever. <laughs> yeah, you justified but, <laughs> they they function. They hated up, sleep. Up for four hours of sleep. You know, what's it like? Uh, Thomas Jefferson <laughs> slept one hour a night or something. Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, they all slept like <laughs> yeah. three or four hours a night. So I started yeah. telling myself, "That's cool." Exactly. I'm up here playing video games for twelve hours. <laughs> so, if I, but if I sleep for three hours only, it offsets it. Yeah. I can be a great man. They, uh, yeah. So the enemies have a number by their name. Have the green bar, yellow bar, and purple bar of energy. And so it's, uh, and they do different attacks as that bar gets lower. And so if you see a purple, and you can beat a purple, I mean, uh, they got little, uh, at some point, you go through the game, this is at the beginning, I'm not, not going to give away any spoilers if you hadn't played it, you know, I don't want any spoilers, especially for the story, but uh, at some point, you kind of get a boat, and you're just kind of a bit in a big lake, so you can kind of go where you want to go, and there's a map, you pull up, and kind of tell you where things are, but you'll pull up on a... I don't know, some big stone, a big uh, monument of some sort. You get on the top and you see this little glowing, like, portal-looking thing. It's about the size of, a, you know, a basketball or something. And you stick your hand in there and then also, you don't know what it is. I mean, nothing tells you. And then the enemies jump out, like two or three. Well, that's the first time. It's like th- It was two uh, level six purples, and I was like a level one. But I beat them. It took me a bunch of times. And I kept getting, if they hit you one time, you're dead. 
and uh because you're not supposed to beat them yet but you run around and you can dodge and you just kind of time their attacks and that's what i like about it it's skill based ended up beating them and when you beat them you get new runes that go that like what i'm gonna say okay high perk chance that when you swing with your axe you'll generate some health or you'll get generate spartan rage or you'll there's all kind of things you can get you'll get a shield uh invincibility shield uh some strength to go up your luck will go up whatever stuff like that you got runes that have cooldowns that have special abilities and but it's not like you I'm, and i think at some point you get the the blades with the uh chains you know that he always has but i haven't gotten there yet and i'm i don't know how many hours i've sunk into it but he yeah the kid just runs around with you and uh the opening and it's just good man the scenes are good he's just i like it i've been addicted that's, to it that, that, I'm, I'm kind of uh right now uh i'm real big on the far cry series yeah i gotta like, get that one like that I, I i very distinctly remember when i bought the first far cry and i mean i went back and played it like a couple of couple of weeks ago and it still looks so good yeah. like the the just the whole tropical island atmosphere yeah. and uh some of the you know some of the old the mutant you know alien type stuff is a little overboard but it is the best first person shooter i've ever played and every everyone that comes out i keep buying it and it's gotten that that Ubisoft curse, you know, where it's kind of a, a recipe, you know, every game is uh, kind of more of the same, but this one's supposed to be like a, uh, like a cult. Part like, five. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a cult, like like uh, yeah. a cult in Utah or something. Um, and so it's, in the, it's just in middle America. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, it just pa- it just for reason it just passed over me. I didn't even realize it was a new one that was out. I thought like it's, it's always like a Far Cry Four, Far Cry Primal, and all this. And it, I don't remember which one yeah, I got on three. It, it, it's 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 a new game. But what really burned me lately was the uh, the latest uh, not Rainbow Six. What's the other one? Uh, Siege or whatever. No. Uh, oh, that's Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, you're talking about um. Yeah, now I can't uh, uh, Battlefield. But 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 you know what I'm talking, talking about. Battlefield. No, it's not Battlefield. It's uh, Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon. Yeah, it, it's it's Wildlands. A, it's Wildlands. It is. Yeah. It's it's got so much potential, but in reality, yeah. it's so bunk. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's I like, played the beta, and I drive into the Jeep, and, and it didn't oh, even man. have any dust pop up behind my Jeep. And I was like, no. <laughs> If you can't even put that in there, it, I ain't gonna. Play. It, it, it was one of those games that I, I stayed up all night, like trying to download, like manipulating my internet settings, you know, my opening and closing, you know, sockets. Yeah. Trying to speed it up. Let that data data flow free. And, and then when I finally got it, it's like, man, this is so bomb. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, well. It, he thought it, I thought it was, had a bunch of potential too. If, if, every game the beta did not impress me at all. If, every game these days, it's like if you play the story mission, you could probably beat the game in yeah, eight hours. Eight hours. Yeah, four four to but, four to eight hours. But they have like 
250 side quests you can do. <laughs> yeah. Where you go, you go. But it's really like four different ones. You just do them over you go pick, times. You go pick some plants. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you go help some refugees, get get fed. <laughs> get the hostages out. Yeah. But it, but it. it go assassinate a guy. In the reality, it does not matter one bit. And, yep. and that's, that's the way I've been playing games lately is, um, I, I play the, the side quest till I get frustrated enough and I just decide since I paid for the game, I'm going to beat it. So I'll run through the story mode. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, I'll get, I'll get so sidetracked. I won't even, it's my mind is like, uh, it just messes me up. Cause I'm like. I'm doing a story, but then I don't want to progress if there's a couple of side quests because I don't want to. I want to be, you know, uber powerful or whatever. So I had to go do all this. Like you, you mentioned one time a long time ago, it's like a part time job. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And then, and then I'll get so into the side quests. There is a fine line between these games have to produce, you know, enough side quests to where I can kind of, you know, get a bonus for doing something extra, but not so much to where. At some point, you got to say, "Okay, I'm done with the side quest, even though there's more out there." But I got, and I hope I did the right one because the whole time I'm playing the game, I'm in doubt. Like, man, I wonder if I'm supposed to have a better gun or something right now. We're not supposed to have, you know, you can't have that. It's not fun anymore. You're, you're, you're so scared, you're going to ruin your experience. It's, yeah, <laughs> because I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big like replayer of games like that. And and, yeah. and that that's a, a great lead in to what we're going to discuss. You know, tonight, there, there's no side quests in Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. It's yeah. just you, you, you log in to play the game and, yeah. you know, you, you're you not going to ruin your experience the next time you play. Back then, you know, so it came out early 90. I think Street Fighter 2, I'm just off the top of my head. I think it's 92 uh, that it came out um, in the arcades. It's either 90 or 92. I think it's 92. Uh, but anyway, so the arcades were big in the eighties and that's when you see everybody arcades were the money makers. Cause it was a, you know, that they always had more power than Atari by, by far. And Nintendo came out in 1985. So the arcade still had more power, you know, all the different graphics and stuff. And you just go crazy seeing them. So that that's big money makers. That's when this arcade started popping up. You see them in at Walmart, you know, remember in forest and Walmart, when you go in that little breezeway area that have four or five, just a little extra money. Cruise, the kids would cruise in USA. In yep, cruise in <laughs> USA, Ninja Turtles. Pizza Hut, you know, had all the arcades. That's a perfect place for it. You'd order the pizza and you wait 20, 30 minutes for it to be ready. Have the kids go play. And, you know, so it kind of sells itself. Hey, we're bored. There's an arcade over there. Let's go play. But, uh, so they kind of had started falling out as video games, home consoles got more popular until... Bam! There goes Street Fighter Two hits arcades, and all of a sudden everybody's back in the arcade again because now it's a experience. You're against each other. I mean, what else? everybody was playing with each other, you know, with any kind of arcades. You want a ninja, the beat 'em ups, uh, and then now you got you can stand out if you're really good at a fighting game. Yeah. Um, and so that that became. I remember sitting in an arcade, and I remember uh, playing. I think we were on like a family reunion or something. And, uh, you know, you're sitting there fighting a guy and then somebody would put a quarter in front of you just saying they got downs. You know, that's how it used to be lines. I remember that for, you know, it obviously depends on where you were. There would be lines at the arcade. Somebody put a quarter like, you know, I'm next. I had no idea what that meant. I was like, man, what is that? 
So anyway, you know, I'm probably, if it came out in 1992, I'm 12, you know, 12 years old. So I go home or I go back to mom. They're like, hey, how's arcade? Oh, it's fun. But people put, what, is, what does this mean? They're putting like a quarter in front of them. She's like, oh, Marcus, that's when people want to play you. They're putting that quarter in there for you. So I'm like, uh, like what, what does she know about arcade games? She, she never played an arcade in her life. And so I go back and sit down there the next day, and they're putting quarters up there, and I'm just taking them, bloop, and playing. <laughs> so I'm taking people's downs and just kept playing, and everybody's like, this dude's got some cojones, man. I'm not messing with this guy. He just let him play my quarter. I will say one thing I remember very vaguely is Street Fighter 1. Mm-hmm. The, the original Street Fighter, it had uh, Ryu in it, and yep. and and Saget was the final boss. And you could only play as Ryu, I think. I, I think so. I very I very vaguely remember that, but um, it it was kind of like a, a a retrospective thing because you remember Paul that was out there in Hillsborough. Oh, uh, no, it, I don't remember him. Uh, it, it was just it was just a little a little mom and pop gas station, and they, that was the name of the store. Yeah, Paul Paul and Sons. <laughs> it was a gas station. Yeah, back when gas. Was what do you want to name dollar. it? Chevron, Conoco, gas. Gas was a dollar a gallon, but uh, I, I remember oh, that they Paul had <laughs> they had Street Fighter. It's okay, that that they never had Street Fighter two, but they had Street Fighter. I remember that. The only place that has Street Fighter 2. Dang, that's actually, that's pretty rowdy. I bet that's uh, probably a super rare game to have now. Arcade cabinet. They had a a slushy machine, a slush puppy machine, and they had an Iron Man. They had Street Fighter and Iron Man. I I remember those two games because I used to to dig through the the cushions in the couch for quarters to go up there and play (laughs) and buy Dick Tracy cards. And Batman cards, <laughs> <laughs> nice. But 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 I I do remember like a pretty cool store. I do remember Street Fighter One, and you know it. I think that that's kind of what I don't know uh, appealed to me about Street Fighter Two was it never never tried to look like a movie. It looked like a cartoon. Yeah, it was Capcom characters have always looked like cartoons. And and Ryu from Street Fighter looked just like Ryu from Street Fighter Two, you know, with the the yep. the, the gi with the sleeves cut off and the the red headband and it, it yep. just. And then it got Blanca. It's just a random green monster that everybody <laughs> just accepted. You know, it's, well, I guess you would accept it. Dude has his arms that grow out, and I mean, of course, you're going to accept it as shooting fireballs and everything. But uh, it is funny that everybody else is a human. Uh, I, and then, then there's Blanca. I, I I loved it though, man. The only place in Forest you could play it was at uh, Six C's on Jones Street. They I ain't going over there to play. They had an arcade. Yeah, we, I did <laughs> I was always scared to go there, but I I, 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 I played it at uh, the arcade at North Park. Uh, I can't remember yeah. the name of it, but it's uh, like Aladdin's Castle or something. It's just it's one of those things that I I was. I was never good enough to go in there, you know, and and play the people like the Ready Player One type guys. <laughs> it's just, they're, they're, there's one guy. That's all they do is go up there and play. Yeah, and they're what, like the guys that spend the ten thousand dollars on a microtransaction. Their mom give them two hundred dollars to go play arcade all day. Just get out of the house. But oh, they man, get that good I, at it. I remember buying a 
I didn't buy it. I got it for Christmas. But uh, Super Nintendo had Street Fighter 2. And yeah. I got that for Christmas. Super Nintendo I got from Christmas from my mom. I got Street Fighter 2 from my grandma. When she looked at me like, what is this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but that was the only game I had for ages. Was it the World Warriors one where it just didn't have the Final Four bosses to play? No. You remember the first one? Didn't that, you couldn't play the bosses. Right. Play that, as the bosses. That, that's that's exactly right. The, on the arcade, you couldn't play the bosses. And uh, I got the first the first game on Super Nintendo. I want to say it was the... I want to say you could play the bosses. It, it, okay, it was it was turbo. It was the one before the alternate costumes and stuff. But um, well, so that so the first one that was out was like World Warrior, I think, and you could only play as the eight characters. You would play the bosses, but you couldn't play as them. And everybody said there's a code, and if, to this day, I don't think there is a code. I don't. Rem- there's no code that you can unlock them. Then they came out with Street Fighter Two Turbo, to where you could play as the four. Oh, bosses. okay, okay. I got the original where you couldn't play as the bosses. I yeah. remember that, and then I went and I rented the Turbo. Yeah, from, from, it was just yeah, and it's and it's so actually I was just watching a video on it today. The turbo version with the bosses, uh, they never actually you know I think you would think that'd be kind of a marketing thing to hey we're gonna have these four bosses which is kind of cool instead of one final big guy hey we're gonna have four that you got to get through, and so they were never expecting to re-release it with to play as the bosses believe it or not. So the bosses were like super unbalanced at first. They're really, you know, difficult to play against, like Saget and these guys, because they never expected them to be playable, but they just said, well, everybody wants to play as them, so we'll release them. And they ended up balancing it later on, of course, uh, when it came out Super Street Fighter Two Turbo, when they had all the... They, they had so many Street Fighter Two Alpha, Street Fighter Two Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. It, there was like another 15 Street Fighter Twos. Well, that, that, that the, weird, the weirdest... The weirdest was uh, was Vega, because yeah. so many of his moves depended on him being in his board. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, it, that's true. You, 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 can't, you, can't, you can't climb the fence if there's no fence there. Yeah, you lose a, a move if you're not playing, or you gain one if you're playing in that stage. Yeah. That's a, kind of a weird thing. I think it's just all by default. Like I said, cause they weren't expecting you to have to play as them, but... Uh, That'd be an interesting concept to add to games. Every you know, certain guys can do certain things, and it's a random selected state, selected stage. Huh? That's that brings that's interesting. Something to look we, into. We were uh, when I was ta- we were talking about doing this the other day. Uh, I got the thing I was ta- telling you about whenever uh, me and uh, me and my friend used to we used to draw Street Fighter. We even we even made a movie in Wings where we were. <laughs> we bottled it after Street Fighter. But I, I remember the magazines that came out. It was Electronic Gaming Monthly. Every month they would have two characters. That That is how slowly the information was, was divulged to us. It was like... Oh, before it was released? Yeah, you know, like... Now, they would introduce them? Right. Now, now you buy a game, you know, you Google, you know, say... Ken, all, all of Ken's moves. Or even in the game, it tells you how to do them. It has a little walkthrough studio. But back then, in every every month, you got how to do two people's moves. I, I remember yeah. uh, I remember Guile and uh, 
I think Blanca were in the same issue, and it was like six pages of of how to do it, and it's it's easier for me to do on a controller than to do with a joystick in the arcade. Yeah, oh yeah, and the yeah, buttons. Yeah, me too. And, Some people are the opposite, but I think it's easier on a controller. How, how many times did you use weak punch or medium punch on I, anything? I, I use weak kick to do Chun Li's kick. And I use yeah. I use weak punch to do Blanca's electricity thing. Yeah, and, then and, and probably use it to throw the fireball. And, and E Honda E Honda's uh, hundred hands was weak. Punch. Yeah, but for a standard attack, it was never used. Never, never. I don't even know why. You, all you did was R for that that heavy kick. And that that was why I went, whenever I got it on Super Nintendo, I immediately went into the options and changed it to where. Uh, Heavy punch was the, you know, the buttons and not the bumpers. Uh, I, yeah. I, I was never, uh, now, you know, it's kind of, uh, every game uses the bumpers. But back then, when you got a Super Nintendo controller and you got buttons at the top, that, <laughs> that, not, that, just... that was just awkward after playing, you know, Nintendo and Sega. Yeah, that just um, moved the screen on Mario to. Brr, brr. <laughs> That's, it's, that's that's cool. I'm glad they got them up there. That's that's helpful. Yeah. And then now they all every game started utilizing them. A fighting game. Yeah. That, that's that's not that's not convenient for a kick. Yeah. So it's a unique thing that they had the, the different types of characters. They had a lot of different characters. Not a whole lot of story in in Street Fighter. But uh, you know another game that we're going to talk about here in a minute, Mortal Kombat. You know they used the same palettes too, like Scorpion, Reptile. Sub Zero, except for they changed the color, and that they had different moves. Right? They had, uh, you know, obviously Sub Zero's ice, Scorpion has the spear, but they looked exactly alike. It's only a different color. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter did the opposite. <laughs> like Ken and Ryu are the exact same move set. They just look different. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like exact same thing, exact same moves, how to do them, and everything. So it's like, let's just change the way he looks. Ryu had a special fireball. Ken had a special dragon punch. Well, not but, at the first. It was all the same. But 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 talking about story, one thing I do remember that it was cool enough for me to to strike a a, a pose in my mind was Guile Guile's friend Charlie was killed by M. Bison. So that gave him some incentive to, you know, go through the game, get to M. Bison and kill him. Yeah, because yeah, Char- Charlie was actually in one of the newer games, and and it was like Ken's Ken, something to do with Ken. Ken's wife maybe was killed by M. Bison. It's like they all had a story somehow for M. Bison. Yeah, and Sa- Saget that that big scar on Saget's chest was from Ryu's Dragon Punch on Street Fighter One. You know this. It's, yeah, little stuff like that just. It sticks out to me. So, Ryu used to say, uh, it's a mistranslation. And when he used to beat him, or he would beat you, he'd say, you must defeat Shen Long to stand a chance. And uh, that Shen Long was the, Shen Long was uh, a mistranslation. It's supposed to be like Dragon Punch. So everybody, there's a lot of speculation in the game that there's a hidden boss uh, somewhere named Shen Long. And I think they... <laughs> And so everybody's kind of talking about it. And then they, they think they Capcom actually released a character, Shen Long, eventually to uh, kind of say, okay, well, whatever. We'll just go ahead and make one come out, some ultimate guy. 
But uh, yeah, Street Fighter was cool, man. I remember you used to. They didn't have, it didn't have any blood or anything like that. It's like you said, it's kind of cartoon. You could hit them in the stomach and they throw up or something. You know, you remember that? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Just random. Hit them in the face, they throw up, and it's like, dang, what is that throw up? I mean, it's got to be. But um, yeah, that's a pretty fun game because well, you play well, a lot. If you if you look back at the Super Nintendo version, then you look at Street Fighter Five on PS4. They don't look that much different, and I I, th- I think that the audience has has kind of uh, they've shown that that's that's what they want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's I, I don't always want uh, uh like I don't want to feel like, I don't feel like I'm playing in a photo quality movie. It's it's a video game. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's some graphics that just stand up the test of time. Like you play. Uh, you know, an old like Final Fantasy VII did not the blocky characters and all that phenomenal game. But when you go back, kids nowadays that start playing it, they're gonna be like, "This game's graphics are bump, dude." Old blocky hands and all this, even the cutscenes. You know, they look okay, but you have uh, games like uh, Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker, where the cartoony Zelda they have re-released it on the uh, Wii U. It's the HD version, and I and that's the Wii U that I have. It's the the that one, and it looks beautiful on there. I mean, those games it's cartoony, you know. It's not going to age. Borderlands will be the same way. It's that kind of shell shaded uh, graphics that'll stay stay uh, st- uh, hold up for a while. Same way that the cartoony uh, Street Fighter does. And I played Tom, Street Fighter Tom. two. Yeah, I played Street Fighter two recently on the uh, NES Super NES Mini. And it's fun. I'm just trying to show Jacob. Let's just look at these different games. And I played it all the way through. It was fun. Um, got Ryu and went to work. Did you, uh, did you charge back and down for a Sonic Boom and a Flash Kick at the same time? <laughs> no, I didn't even but, know you could do that for Guile. That, yeah, that, that that was one of the like secrets of old times was that if, if you knew them, you could charge, you know, because yeah. it was back forward or down up, you could charge both of them at the same time. It's kind of like you're beating the system. Yeah, I played it on difficulty four, whatever the default one is. Uh, some of you just can't go up to, but you think this is the thing that's so funny. You think you're real good because you can dominate the computer and you could probably dominate some of your buddies, but then you go play. Uh, they had a, the X band we've talked about on one of these episodes. You could play Street Fighter. On um, on the X band, and you'll get annihilated, man. I mean, it's just like these people are so good I, at it. I want to play it now. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna go down. The last time I played it was on 360, and um, like the I, new I, one or whatever. Yeah, Street Fighter Five. Yeah, I want to go download it on PS4 and play it right now. But um, <laughs> there was a guy at the end of. Uh, you, did you play the new one? Mm-mm. There was a guy named Seth. At the end of uh, the new Street Fighter Five, he's like the last boss, and what he does is he does every single player, every single character's moves. He he he, he might he might dragon punch you, and then as soon as you land, pick you up and do a spinning pile driver. I mean, it was it was and and he can teleport all over the the screen. It was so. Wow. Oh man, I think I destroyed a, a three sixty controller to him. But um 
got an infinity gauntlet he just can snap and you're just dead it's just it, <laughs> you haven't seen Avengers have you no uh, you talking about the new one yeah no I I just, it's it, a yeah. super weapon or whatever you can do whatever he wants but it's, it's 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 one of those games where you know like you take it all the way back to Mario you get to the end you beat uh, Bowser game over boom yeah well Street Fighter 5 you beat Say so you all get to the end, you beat Seth after all the frustration, and then it's like, okay, boom, you just beat uh, difficulty four. Yeah. Do you want to play again? Congratulations, yeah. <laughs> you want to play difficulty five of ten. <laughs> if you want to see anything, <laughs> you don't earn anything for beating it oh. on four. Oh man, you, you got the privilege of getting to play the game on uh, four. Uh, and 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 I, I find myself doing that a lot these days. Um, as I get older, um, I'm not so much competitive as I want to experience the story, you know, like, um, not, not necessarily in fighting games, but, but, but story driven games like, uh, last of us, you know, yeah, I, I I want to put that on the, the easiest I possibly can and just (laughs) enjoy it just to chill out. But, um, the, the, these Street Fighter games, they're they're ultra competitive online. Now, that uh, did you ever play uh, Alan Wake real quick? There's a game called Alan Wake. I don't think so. It's on a 360, and it's about a writer that uh, he starts to uh, find pages of a book that he's already written, and this things that he written that he finds in a book start to happen to him. So he finds a piece of paper, and you know, it's like a and it's not this obvious, but it's kind of you know, almost in riddles. I think I don't not, not in riddles. I mean, you can figure it out, but it's kind of really well well written. And talk about him, you know, this you know monster, blah blah blah. And you're like, oh man, you know, I just read this page. It's about to happen. It sounds awesome, and people love the game. I think there was a release of it. But anyway, you just kind of reminded me. You're talking about The Last of Us because it's kind of like that. There's little darkness monsters that are chasing him, and he has to stand in the light. And you got a gun, but you find like two bullets. The whole premise of the game is to run. Uh, from the enemies and and get into a safe spot. It's kind of like adrenaline rush. And it's like I don't I want to be able to to blast a monster if I see him. I don't want to have six bullets and I got to conserve ammo about something I don't even know what's going to happen next. You know, so it, 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 that turned me off of it. My wife actually wanted to watch that one. Me me play that one. So that's a big deal. But yeah, I know what you're just talking about when you want to see a good story. But there's a little bit of elements of like it, if I'm gonna have to run from enemies and not have the weapons or anything. I mean. You can just show me a cutscene. I don't. I don't have to go run. You know, personally run. It's not that fun just to push forward yeah. and go and hope I go to the right spot. But I, mean, I guess people loved it because they did do another one. What What was that? What was that game that that came out? Uh, they released a sequel last year, and um, oh crap! I hate I hate to bring it up without knowing what it was. The Evil Within. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, that. I, I, I type PS4 game Chainsaw Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, no, I didn't play that. It, 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 it is, it's one of those games that is so story-driven that the, uh, the gamer in you will get frustrated because of how slow it is. And oh, like yeah. you're talking about where you don't have a weapon, you're just constantly trying to run away and hide and 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, and and I I guess I guess there's a place for it, but when yeah, I when I a place for when, it. when I'm playing video games, I want to be a a the superhero, a man. god, a superhero. You know, yeah, I don't want to have to hide. So anyway, let's just jump back into it. So Street Fighter Two. Uh, fighting game, you know, we it, that was kind of one of the first ones that everybody liked the cartoony, the cartoony deal, and then here comes Mortal Kombat from Midway, and Mortal Kombat was a lot different. It had the, uh, like you said, the real life looking uh, people, um, but the most sport thing has all the violence that it had associated with it, uh, blood, the finishing moves, which was uh, this, all this stuff is brand new. You can't imagine. You know, just having blood, and it's like not just a little bit of blood. You punch somebody, and their nose starts to bleed. It was like throwing you, you uppercut somebody. They fly off in the air, and just tons of drops of blood fall. Their spine hear, comes out. Yeah, you hear it <laughs> falling. Finish him. Uh, rip their head off, and they still have holding the head up with the spinal cord still attached. Yeah. You know, rip somebody's heart out, and then there's some stages where you can knock them off the stage, and they land on spikes and stuff. I mean, it was just really gory so then automatically that got the buzz going about it everybody wanted to play you played an arcade you only had what seven people or so six or seven people you could choose from at the at the very first one so then it comes out on the arc and then it comes out on the console sega and super nintendo sega had the game that you, you had to put the blood code in do you remember the blood code for sega no uh it's like I don't know. I think I remember. I think it was A B B A C A B. Uh, for some, I don't know how I remember this weird random stuff. But the but the Super Nintendo didn't have blood. Super Nintendo's graphics looked better. The sound was better. The gameplay was better. But it didn't have blood, and they revamped some of the finishing moves. So everybody, again, another rumor. What's the blood code for the Super Nintendo? And everybody just thought, oh, so nobody's figured it out yet. Like you said, they didn't have internet really, you know. And it, so we, somebody will figure it out. It'll get, it'll, get the, it'll get to Forest High School one day. You, you, had, to wait on, you had to wait on those uh, magazines to come out. Yeah. But, but, but try, try to remember them. I, I remember the Street Fighter people, but but Mortal Kombat was uh, it was Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Johnny Cage, Raiden. Kato. Kato. And then uh, I don't know if you had Jax. You had Sonya. I don't know if you had Jax so, yeah. the first. No, Jax was yeah, in you, the sequel. So you had there, there, there Johnny Cage, Kato. There wasn't that many. No, Johnny Cage, Kato, Scorpion, uh, Sub Zero, Raiden, Sonya, Raiden. So I think that's only the six. That's six. There, there wasn't that many. No, Liu Kang. So seven. Liu Kang. Yeah. Yeah, that's your seventh one. So. Uh, yeah, so it had the blood, man, and that's when everybody started piping up about violence in video games, and oh, kids are going crazy now. And so they had uh, two other games that were really under scrutiny. So it's Mortal Kombat, and then you had Lethal Enforcers with the gun, and um, Night Trap. And Sega knew that they were releasing these mature, because Sega's average player was like 22 years old at the time. So they were just releasing more mature games, and uh, they had their own. It wasn't the ESRB; they had their own little system. They had like general audience, thirteen and up, and then seventeen and up, and Lethal Enforcer. You know what Lethal Enforcers? You remember that game? I, I don't. I, I, I never had a, a Sega. 
Uh, well, it came out on Super. You played it at the arcade. Me and Ben Russian used to love it. You just got the little pistol and you shoot bad guys with it. It's just a shoot. <laughs> you just point the light gun and shoot bad guys. And like they had it come out for the Super Nintendo. You get the Justifier is what they called it. The blue gun. You can get a pink one for the second player. And it shows like Joe Lieberman. It's a Democrat from Connecticut or somewhere up there. His Somebody, one of his workers' sons, like, I want a Mortal Kombat dad. And he said, he started re- researching to figure out what it was. And he's like, hey, this is bad. So he told Joe Lieberman. And then now it was all all in Congress and all this. And so they started suing Sega and they started this whole controversy if this is going to be a thing. That's how the ESRB got started. Um, but this, but Lethal Enforcers was a 17 and up, and it's just a shooting game. Night Trap at least had, like, you know, they keep scantily clad women having a slumber party and these space vampires come in there and try to kidnap him. It's a Sega CD game. And so it's one of those dumb ones where you, they walk over a panel or something, you got to push a, and then it, you saved it, you know, but it was like full motion video. So everybody loved it, but mortal Kombat, <clears throat> you know, you can't say that violent sales games because those two games didn't necessarily sell well. Uh, but mortal Kombat did it, it blew up. So Nintendo was a staunch advocate for like, Oh, you! I mean, they're like quoted as saying something. Oh, you think y'all of a sudden adults play video games? No, kids are the only ones that play games yeah, because yeah. they wanted Sega to burn, you know. But and what happened? in Mortal Kombat Two came out. Nintendo had the blood in it and everything else. So I mean, it's just like, dude, come on, man. So Mortal Kombat Two came out, which was far superior, and uh, it had blood in it. And that's the one I got for the Super Nintendo, and I got it for like my birthday or something. And then I took it to school, and Terrence Hornby, Hornsby stole it out of my locker. <laughs> and then brought it back to school with the label peeled off. Like, I didn't know this I knew what it was. <laughs> you steal my game out of my locker and tear the label it's, off and bring it back. It's just, and show it, me a peeled off game. It just, it, it, it just goes to show you, like, how the times have changed. But really, they haven't. But it's just like the, the gun control arguments now are the same video game arguments we dealt exactly. with 15 years ago it's it's the it's people it's individual responsibility right. it's how dare you mitch that's not uh true i don't want to take it, responsibility for my kids it's society's fault it, it doesn't but he, he's joe lieberman says uh he's talking to sega saying you could this blue gun he's holding it up. Do you think that you reward shoot shoot the kids encourage a kid to point at the TV and shoot people and then he reward them with better weapons because you could shoot a shotgun and get a better shotgun and you know, whatever machine gun. And he could have just said, you know, what do you mean shooting bad guys, you know? Like we used to do that as kids. We called it cowboys and Indians, cops and robbers <laughs> or whatever. Nobody had to show us, you know. We just did it. And so it's just, it's a witch hunt, you know? Well, well one thing I, I did read recently that I completely forgot about was that um, it was one of the, the Call of Duties. It might have been Black Ops, but it was the one where you had to go into the airport in Russia and just oh, that was sla- bad, yeah, slaughter. That was, yeah, I remember that. That was but, Black Ops, I think. But, or Modern Warfare 2, I think. But you know, it never what crossed my mind that I was a homicidal maniac. <laughs> I was playing a video game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, yeah. it it's may, yeah, nope. may, maybe this violent stuff could trigger 
something in the head of a psychopath. But if that's the case, you've got problems far beyond Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And there's a, you know, and it really is a personal responsibility for your children. I mean, if you're going to let your kids just go, I mean, I, I worked at GameStop before, uh, and uh, some woman would come by. This was when San Andreas came out, Grand Theft Auto uh, Three, San Andreas. So, so they would uh, they come, the woman would come up there and buy the game for her kid. The kid was like six years old, couldn't been any more than eight years old. And it's a mature game. And I have to at GameStop say, you understand it's a mature game, blah, blah, blah. And I say, yep, and I got to sell it to them. But they would get offended by me saying, do you understand that this is a mature game? And uh, and so, and it's like, that's the same type of people that's going to turn around and say, well, society did it. It's easier for somebody to blame something else and take responsibility because, hey, I got to work. Or, hey, you don't understand what it's like to have kids. Or, hey, you know, and it's like, dude, no, we do. You got to take, if I let my kid in here playing video games, you better believe I know what he's playing or, and I'm regulating it, you know? And so it's just, they're watching, they love watching YouTube, you know, they got the kids YouTube and all that's not good, but you still have to take responsibility for what they're watching and check in on them every once in a while. So put them, electronic babysitters, what they call it, put them off in the corner <laughs> and say, go at it. You know, it's just like, <laughs> but I mean, that's just inherent. If you love your kids. Well, what, what we've been talking about, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat are a perfect freaking example. There's not a single gun in either one of those games. <laughs> yeah. You can be... And people were fighting way before that. You can you can be as violent as you want to with your, your fist, you know, and your feet. It's, it's not... that They'll find something. You know, me and me and Ben, we were what well, we were in kindergarten. So we were six years old. We were the flying dragons and used to go beat up Darnell and Larry, and we do full on fights. And that was our every day. And they would be right along with it, and they'd want to fight back. And that was but, just what we did. But, did. Did you ever pull one of their their skulls out with their spinal cord? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if I get you in a finish him move. I'm going for that heart. <laughs> no, you know, but we did, that was before they, any of the video game fighting and all that came out. So, you know, it's just what boys do, man. I mean, it's just, again, it's a scapegoat. It They're looking for something to not have to blame. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's human nature. H&K is turning political. Yeah, man, they got some peace in North Korea now. In South Korea. I'm sure it's, I'm sure Obama did something to do all that. <laughs> Trump can't get no love. No. This this girl the other night at that correspondence dinner, just hating on everybody and the liberals eating it up, makes me sick. What correspondence center? That correspondence dinner at the White House. This uh, uh this comedian just was just like ripping on everybody. And they just got to sit there and take it. Like, like <laughs> I don't know. Donald Trump's uh, chief of staff, press secretary, whoever that Sarah Huckabee Sanders is. I mean, the li- liberals run the media. The media is what is the face of America. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, they, it's not the face of America, but I know what you're saying. It, they, it's, it's, they want it to be. That, that's but, what, but see, here's here's the bottom line. This, you, can, you can really simplify all this. And since I've been doing this H&K, I'm starting to notice it. But what's your average liberal age? 18 to 25, right? 18 years old to 25 years old. They're more likely to be liberal and vote liberal. Um, and guess who your major consumers of media such as Netflix, movies, music, eighteen to twenty-five. So it's not un- they're just appe- appealing to their audience. I mean, if you want to be in this type of business, you better appeal to them. And see, like a, a conservative doesn't care. I mean, you can have a gay scene or whatever, and you're just going to go, oh, yeah, here's been thrown in my face again, but whatever, and rise above it and move on, and you can still enjoy the thing. But liberals will like attack you for it and they won't watch it you know so it's not it's not it doesn't pay off to just do that conservatives can just shake it off and go whatever we're above that what, what I mean, am, it really will one of my favorite quotes i think it's from winston churchill it said if if you're uh if you're 20 and you're not a liberal yeah. you don't have a heart if you're, if you're if you're not a liberal by the time you're 20 if, if you're 30 and not conservative you don't have a brain <laughs> yeah it's true though and I, I i'm the same way when i was in college i was you know just bleeding heart you know yeah exactly. le- legal, you want it to le- be that way but it can't legalize weed hippies you know gays just everything just but at the end of the day <laughs> you have to have some freaking structure you have to have some values or society. Right. You have to have a bot. You have to, yeah, society has to draw a line somewhere. So, you can do, this is the most free country in the world. You can still do whatever you want, but society itself has to draw a line. Or it will collapse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been proven. So anyway, man, yeah, I like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, who, who I, knew, who, I knew if me and you got on this, it's going to start going down this this path. Who, who was that guy at the end of Mortal Kombat? Uh, Goro had like, Goro, no, it had was, like uh, four, four or five, ar- six arms. But you had Shang Tsung, too. Now, I don't know if he was on the first one or not. It was hot. I remember it was hard. It, it was a very... Yeah, uh, Corey was hard. It was you a, could, the special moves didn't knock him down. Uppercut didn't knock him down either. just keeps rocking back. It was a very difficult end game. But, man, I just thought about that with uh, Mortal Kombat 2. Now, I was probably... I was in ninth... I was in high school. I was in ninth grade, I think. So, that'd be 95. And, ter- and I put it in my locker for seventh period had a study hall because I was scared that they're going to come check my bag and take it. Like, what are they going to, they're not going to take it. They're going to give it back at the end of the day. But you know, you're so scared. And, uh, I put it in my locker and I didn't have a lock and I went and got it out and opened the locker and it was gone. So Terrence Harmon has been watching me all day. Where every movement I made, because he knew I brought it to school and looking for his opportunity. To- that's so that's so orchestrated, and I remember Terrence Hornsby. I can yeah, see, I can see his face in my mind. <laughs> yep, him and Kyle Wilkerson got in a fight, and Kyle Wilkerson whooped him down. <laughs> so then he had to meet him up and try to meet say meet me at Conoco so we can fight again, <laughs> and he just so he can t- try to win this time. <laughs> I'm sure Kyle and Kyle just got. He just didn't even show up, but if he did and whooped him again, he'd be like, man, all right, well, meet me at uh, Fieldhouse so he can fight again. Cat's cave. <laughs> yeah. Triple threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he's, he was literally tr- tracking me all day. 
And so, you know, I'm like 15, man. And I got that for, for my birthday, you know. And you don't get games. You know, you'd have to mow. Uh, if I got $10 a yard, you know, from my parents' house, I'd have to mow it six times. And they don't grow but once a week. <laughs> Take me like two months to, to do it and to get it back, you know. And then like, and you know, it's just gone. And somebody stole it. And then he brought it back and he showed it to me in Mr. Allen's class with the, with the, uh, with the, he didn't, I, I assume that's what it was. I can almost guarantee it was with the label peeled off. <laughs> and I tried, I literally just tried to take it real fast and run off with it. And he was just like, you ain't slick. You can't take it. I mean, come on, you know, steal my stuff. You only want to know I brought it. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't. I don't know who stole it. Somebody I, did. I, I, I know you usually edit the names off of this, but. I, I remember me, me and Michael Lewis were like best friends in middle school. He's like a, an officer in the the uh, military now. I think he's in the Army, maybe in the Air Force. Beautiful family, everything, you know. But, but back then, I, he was like, in seventh grade, he was like 6'1", you know, 200 pounds, he could he could he was he could jump kick the basketball net. He could he could he could, he, he could dunk a basketball in fifth grade. You know he was just like he was just this phenomenal athlete. Like I remember uh, the football coaches pretty much made him play football. He didn't even want to play. <laughs> you know he could probably, probably run like a four two forty, but he yeah. me and him got so tight on Street Fighter and Ninja Turtles. That was just yeah. our, that was just our thing. And I remember like just sitting in study hall and me and him like studying these combos in these magazines, you know. Yeah. Like That's Ken, what you Ken, Ken versus Guile, what is your strategy? You know, uh you probably shouldn't play Chun Li against E Honda, you know, just because <laughs> her moves don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I just, that that was a very, like, a couple, two or three years in my life that that was, I was so hung up on it. Kind of like yeah, I. Yeah, it just things are a lot simpler, man. Kinda, it's a lot kinda, more fun to. Kind of like I am with Monster Hunter right now. Like, I'm just, I was obsessed. I was obsessed with Street Fighter. Well, you bring up a good point about. You know, the, the, and you kind of mentioned it when we first decided to do the podcast on this about the, uh, you know, had those button combinations to do a move. That was unheard of back then. We didn't know what that was. I could, and, and I know that Jonathan Robinson used to come to my house and uh, and play and get so pissed off at me because like, I didn't know the moves. You know, essentially better at it because I know I've studied the stuff, you know. You do a dragon punch. And learned it. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, if you didn't know those moves, I couldn't. I can't do anything because I don't know the moves. Like, well, then learn them. He's doing hard or, kick. Yeah, <laughs> should, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All you need is hard kick, dude. He's doing. Let's hard. do this, and you had to pull them off on the on the fly, you know. Um, and a lot of that was kind of like that back then, you know. We if we, we started talking about the beat 'em up slap on a couple episodes ago, where. You had, you had that special move like X, and it'll do a tw- spinning move and kill all the enemies on stage, but it takes some you know, some life away. So uh, you know, a ten year old is getting beat up on the game, and he has to make a tactical decision on the fly about do I want to? Am I going to lose more life using a special move or fight my way out of this? You know, and so you there was a lot of fast twitch. I mean, if somebody's coming in with a jump kick, 
you got to be very quick. Even now, you got to hit that dragon, dragon punch. Yeah. I mean, you got to be or Guile. Guile's one of his that backflip. You had to hold down for two seconds, yeah, or that, something like that. So you have to be down the whole time you're fighting Guile. He just crouched down. If you're fighting another guy, because any moment he can do that backflip. What, what what you're talking about with the dragon punch? When I play now, I still I pretty much just dragon punch over and over and over. <laughs> it's dragon punch yeah. over. And over <laughs> I throw and over. fireballs if I'm starting to beat, get beat. And that, that was what you were talking about earlier with the, the light punch. You could you could manipulate the speed of the fireball yeah, or true. the sonic boom with the strength of the punch. I mean, just little things like that or the the hurricane kick. I don't, but did you so did you didn't play Mortal Kombat that much? I played the first one. Okay. I, I, I yeah, play, if you just played the first one, I, it's probably not as, I, that I, good. I, I, I pretty much played Scorpion because he had the easiest uh, finishing move. Yeah, R, up, up. And that's another thing. you got to push in a finishing move. This is one of the pet peeves of all these gamers. you got to push up in a finishing move. Your guy is going to jump. And it's basically, <laughs> you know, don't make up, jump. You know? Yeah, it's going to cancel. Yeah, it cancels it out. you got to do it. But at least Scorpion, you push R, which was block. And like you know, that's another thing. All the all the ballers are like, you don't block, dude. Who blocks? You come in and rush, you know, and get it done. But Mortal Kombat Four on Nintendo, or no, uh, there was three. Mortal Kombat Three came out on a uh, Super Nintendo, and that one started introducing the combos. And so, because Tekken, the boss of all fighting games that we played, we'll jump into for talk about for a split second, but. Uh, kind of came out with those uh some more combos no what was no 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 sorry tekken was awesome too but killer instinct came out yeah. uh, and started introducing the combos where that was like the thing you know ultra combos just sitting there beating on somebody and you inter- and you just type put one little button combination and then you could just kind of watch the show um killer instinct came in with the combos then they uh mortal Kombat had to, to fix it now street fighter has the same thing with their combos um and then Tekken kind of got got on board with that too. Uh, we didn't get into Tekken until Tekken three, but uh, or I didn't. But Mortal Kombat, man, I think it's the main thing to talk about. That was just the violence and the real real look. And there's always been that debate when we were we were kids, kind of which one was better, you know, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. And I kind of like Street Fighter. It's more arcadey. It's more. It was faster. Uh, one thing about Mortal Kombat that I didn't like: everybody you push, you know, a button, everybody has that high punch where they just you know, keep throwing their fist, mid-punch, had that sweep, the uppercut. They all had the same moves. The only thing that was different was their special move. Well, I, I do remember, and now that I, I think about it, I did have a Mortal Kombat. Um, maybe it was on 360, maybe it was on PS3. But the guy that had the hat that had like a razor a razor blade around the brim. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so, uh so, Kung Lao. Kung Lao. Yeah, yeah, he was he was fun. So so I, he, I I know I played some of the newer ones, but um I just I just like Street Street Fighter was more friendly to people that didn't know the moves, and Mortal Kombat is like you were saying, every, right. everybody's just punching and kicking unless you yeah. know the the button combos. And, yeah, that's uh, a good point. It's easier to pick up and play Street Fighter. You could you could just play Blocka, and if you didn't know any moves, you could do a jump kick and a sweep, and, and, a, and, and a shot and an uppercut. Yeah, just push that button real fast. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was a lot of Chung Lee's kicks and uh, E Honda and Blanca. Just push that button real fast. That's the move. But the 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 hardest one though was uh, Zanjiv spinning pile driver. Yeah, you had to hard, you had to physically take the control, spin it three hundred sixty degrees, and press punch. You know, you had to spin the control. You talking about the controller? Well, you did at, at before they made joysticks. <laughs> you you had to hit. You, no, you didn't have to spin the controller. You, you, you had to hit that. You had to hit that D pad. That that uh yeah that deep you had to do that deep yeah just spin a D pad three sixty yeah that's right I thought you talking about you had to hold the controller and spin no. it <laughs> no let the cord you got to unwind the cord real fast so you can do it but I I didn't think about that but you know uh, uh, yeah moving a joystick versus doing that D pad it used to be really hard to do a spinning pile dropper <laughs> no it was I just gave up on it I don't think I ever party pull it off switch a different switch to a different character <laughs> i'll take three or four hits by the time i get all the way around that d-pad and, and, it, and it took away i remember it took away a third of your hit points that yeah. it was the strongest move in the game but by the time you got one off you had already gotten beat down so far. <laughs> yeah then it really but you're just so happy you got it you don't expect it either yeah. after, and then after you do it you're standing there for a minute days that you did it just, trying to figure out how you just did it they did a they did a thing on uh, Mortal Kombat that this guy named Cable or Cabal, and he had a combo that they, that even the Mortal Kombat developers are like, yeah, we messed up on that. We had to nerf them because it would take seventy five percent of your life. And so that just and I thought about that, and uh, so I'm trying to think of how to transition this uh, Tekken three, um, that we played it all the time at Jones Tekken three on Super or on a. Uh, PlayStation. PlayStation, PS1. Yeah, I'd miss class all the time uh, with that. And y'all had that clock in there that was like 45 minutes behind or something, right above the TV. And it was bigger than the TV. The clock was about twice as big as the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the little small little clock. Because it was like, every time we are like, oh man, I got to class. And then I was 45 minutes ahead. You're like, oh yeah. We get three or four more rounds and then flex fixed it didn't unbeknownst to anybody else so it, you like show up and it's everybody do- in there learning you're like oh man i better uh, go back and play some more i remember the graphics on tekken 3 were so good yeah even on I that poor ring and even on that little 12 inch tv brian oh yeah it was awesome brian fury and Andrew, yeah you got brian and, fury and andrew played uh eddie gordo <laughs> yeah and oh, I, and the reason i'm thinking about that because you're talking about the button how easy it is to pick up and play oh, he did. you want to talk about a button masher oh, he's he did. spinning around he just pressed buttons. till i got uh hirachi or whatever it's that old man and just come down with that chop on top of boom every time he tried to do it and he get pissed oh yeah that was a fun fun game it had survival mode on there uh, that that's what I like about the new Street Fighter. I don't know if you played it, but there are like modes like that, survival mode, where you just keep fighting over and over and over, but you don't you don't get your health back, and it's just it's oh, wow. it's just it's a just a, a new uh, a new feature other than just you know playing straight through the game. So about Tekken, um, I remember I'd get um, oh what was Paul. And he had that one punch where he just he just sits there and he just rares back like that and it starts his punch starts to spark his fist 
And you just, boom, that would take 80% of your life away if it, if it ever does hit. And um, I was playing all these Tekken ballers off in the uh, arcade one time, and they were all good. And uh, I was like, whatever, I'll try it. And uh, I had Brian, um, Paul, so I picked, and this dude picked King. This is one of those weird things. It's a regular guy with a, a cheetah head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just some Japanese. <laughs> and, uh, and so he was a wrestler, and they were like saying, don't let him grab you. Don't let him grab you. Because if he grabs you and he grabs me, and I'm like, boom. And he just doing all that stuff on the joystick. Just like programming it in. Didn't miss a beat. And I'm just standing there watching my dude get flung around, manhandled, and killed me. Because you can just keep comboing these moves. So the next round, he comes running up and doing all this, and I just get Potter's rare back. Boom! And hit him with that punch. One punch I threw that whole two, three rounds. Threw dude across the stage. And everybody was like, oh, you know. The whole arcade blew up. (laughs) Yeah, and they're like, oh, that's awesome. He did it. You know, my guy just stood there the whole time. (laughs) Boom. But one thing I remember, I would get Paul, and he had a really good and easy... um, counter that's another thing that no none of the other games had so if you throw a punch and i pushed i think it was back and like square and x at the same time he would do like a counter and if he caught your punch he would do a move and throw you back down and it hurts you you know so if you're real good at timing and you know the other characters you, they wouldn't even be able to touch you that was so much yeah. fun to do that. that um that 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 reminds me of uh monster hunter one of the 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 dragon piercer with the bow it's, you pretty much just pull it back and all, all the, you know, the whole world's going crazy around you. But if you let it go, it does like 500 damage. But um, you, could be, you could be up underneath the dragon and he's, you know, standing over you. But as long as you don't get hit, it'll let it go. But it's the, yeah. it's the exact same concept. You just... Uh, what is it? It's just a charge, man. High, high risk, high reward. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, kind of like that great sword. You'll come down with that big final blow, but it sticks in the ground, and he can't you know, get it out. So you're just like, <laughs> well, I'm about to get hit. You can roll out of it and shorten it a little bit. But uh, all that kind of stuff comes from, you know, I mean, at least that, that's when we first saw those fighting games and all those button combinations and stuff. Well, and, 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 it, and an, another thing... Um, what what I don't know what the term for it is. It's it's how the game remembers what buttons you pressed. You know what I'm saying? It's not like right. if you push like say you push down forward, punch, punch, punch. If you press yeah. that faster than your animation, um, oh yeah, it would. It, it it remembers it, so it can either be to your benefit or to your you know, folly. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. Yeah, he, he's still going to follow through with it every, no matter what everything has to unfold before you can do something else well I was thinking about you know those button combinations uh, in regard to other games and uh, seeing how that could be implemented and there are I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of ways but one of them they did it was RPG Final Fantasy 6 is one of my favorite ones on Super Nintendo and there's a guy named Saban he's a ninja uh, on the game and um or some type of fighter on the game, but he had a, his special was called Blitz. And what you would do is you, it's just one of those menu based games, you know, I mean, you could see it all, you know, but, uh, you know, your, your guys are on the left and the monsters on the right or vice versa. 
you just put a move in and he kind of jumps forward and then hits the monster. You see numbers fly off. It's a lot of fun. But anyway, uh, the Blitz, you pick Blitz and then you had to put in a button combination for whichever one he was going to do. And one of his strongest ones was like this aura shot and it was the exact same way to throw a fireball as Ryu, but it was just, for, if you put it in wrong, you just, you miss your opportunity. You know, it goes away. He'll come out and it failed, you know. You just put it in and push A and then you just let the fight go and you hope that he's going to come out and do it. But if you got it wrong, you just got it wrong. But it was pretty cool the way to implement it into that. I hadn't seen it done off the top of my head in any other way. Uh, some type of button combinations in terms of, I mean, you see them in, I guess there's some in God of War to be, you know, but it's more like, there's one move with the axe where it's just, R1 is uh, weak and R2 is powerful, so you push R1 three times in R2 and he'll come down with the chop. That's some sort of button combination, but it's not like the sliding across the D-pad and, you know, that kind of deal that you see in those old old school games. Well, there, there are a lot of these games nowadays that uh, you could call it cheesy, but it's like Simon Says. Like, what, what was the old game where you have to, it tells you push a button, you push a button, say like, like oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're sliding down this. It's like real time. Yeah, you're sliding down this ramp. A blade's coming down, you have to push circle to miss it. Uh, yeah. uh, fire's coming out. You got to push triangle to miss it, and yeah, and and it's it's fun when you're in the moment, but if you fail and you know exactly what you have to do, it's, yes. it's no longer cool. I think the Tomb Raider games are what come to mind the most about that. Um, it's like the first time you go through it and you manage to get it exactly right. You're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm bad at. Yeah. But if you fail, you know exactly what you have to do next time. So it's it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really no not fun anymore. But well, that's what they did on the uh, God of War. That's that's a good thing. That, that, so one thing that's different is that when you kill a big monster and they're they're down, you know, I was time to do the finishing move. You just run up and push R three, you know, the the joystick in, and then he does it all. You don't have to push the buttons as he's doing it. Most of the time, sometimes you can to hit him. It's R one or R two. Whether he's on him, he'll beat on him. But there's no, you know, combinations you got to push, or you'll get thrown off. Like on the, all the other God Awards that I played. Yeah. And so I kind of understand what they were doing with that in terms of hey, people just want to watch the animation, but it does take away from it. I feel I didn't mind doing that. I thought that was kind of cool. It's like the real time thing, you know. Like okay, I'm going to get to uh, to. Um, see how this is going to play out and still have some sort of play well, into it. I, I, if you... I, I, I think they're moving away from some of the tedium. I noticed in uh, MLB, the show 18, which is the baseball game, you know, for this year, I, I usually play a pitcher on road to the show, you know, where you come up yeah. and you have to make it through the minors, get up to the big leagues, whatever. But there, there was always a training mode where you pretty much go out there and you just throw to the catcher. Can you throw your fastball slider change up in this specific location, you know, repeatedly, then you would level up your pitcher. Well, now you just go to this menu. It says, click bullpen, click fastball. Oh, he throws it. And and, and no, it just, it levels you up. You just, you pick. You know what I'm saying? It levels that fastball up. Right, or it levels that. Right, right. It, it it's yeah. it's essentially doing the same thing, 
but you don't have that little three minute mini game game and yeah. you know what I'm saying and yeah I guess I guess I could kind of like that but but you see what I'm saying they're they're taking yeah. these little tedious elements out of the game and just giving you the instant reward which yeah de- depending on your how devoted you are as a gamer you know how how how, <laughs> yeah. how, how do you value that I couldn't play the show on a pitcher man you got to play every single batter when you're on defense no I, you got a pitch yeah I did, but I but I put the, I guess they can close you out I, I just and, I, I put the defense on automatic Every, every, oh. everything's all automatic except me pitching well I know but I'm saying like I play as a and I had I played as a, on 14 I wanted to see if I'd like it I got MLB the show 14 which I don't know anything about the players or anything I don't it's the same thing to me uh and I uh was shortstop in the minors but I had to switch get good at left field or they would I could never get called up because I was on Tampa Bay and um and so I, so I had to switch to left field to learn how to play. But see, all I do is push. Uh, I don't even know what it's called, but it'll just go to my bat, or it'll go to a play that they're going to hit it to me. Yeah. So I can finish the game. The show moments, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Instead, of, if I'm pitching, you got to you're going to play. It take me, you know, in a, two hours, an hour to finish a game. You know, I guess it's not that long, but thirty minutes to an hour to finish one game. Well, that's like a hundred and something games in a season. Well, that that's that's why what I get out of it though. Okay. Because you know you're you're only pitching every fifth day, every five games. So okay. Uh, I, I just I I enjoy the 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 mind game between the the pitcher and the hitter. Yeah, I do too. And, and sometimes I just want to play and I want to control everybody. But yeah, but it's just. You still, uh, are you good at batting? Does it matter if you're a pitcher? It just well, but p- pitchers just sucks at batting. <laughs> well, I know, but you bat though. Oh, in the game. yeah, yeah. If 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 I want to just like I have a I have a road to the show with me as the pitcher, where I'm the only player, and then I've got a season where I'm the Mets, where I play with everybody, you know, which is yeah. It's just you kind of. Get get what you want to out of it. Well, cool, man. I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Um, but, uh, dude, I enjoyed it, man. I did, glad too. You could, uh, glad you could get on here and get a wrap with us or with me. Next time, we'll have to get uh, Clear Fire on here. And uh, I enjoyed Edgy being on here. I don't know if she would want to be on a different game. Well, but but let's, listen, listen to this. Re- read, read up a little bit on this after we get off. The company... Daybreak Games that bought EverQuest, they are owned by some people in Russia that have uh, gotten busted for a bunch of crimes and they are about to, they think they're about to shut EverQuest down (laughs) (laughs) because of some Russian oligarchs. I mean, it's serious serious business. And, uh, you know, I hate it for the people that you know, still legitimately play EverQuest, but it went from, it was Variant Games bought it, then Sony Online Entertainment bought them, then uh, Daybreak Games bought them, and apparently the financial backers for them are some Russian, you know, conglomerate that, that, that's come under fire and, uh, 
<laughs> EverQuest might go down. Because, lock it up. Because of uh, Russian collusion. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is crazy. That's wild. The MMO, I mean, how many of them do not exist in terms of, well, I guess there's a bunch that have gone, that have stopped, but something that's been up going on for that long. That long. And it's like, yep, we're done because something stupid. That, that's the only, I don't know what's going on over there. That's the only way you could end it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Russian. Russian collusion. Oh, yeah. Somebody ought to email Putin or something to say, look, <laughs> <"Where it is." laughs> he might He might be behind it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with it with his but, shirt off, riding a horse. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You can put it. You can put it back out, but you put me on the cover of it. As, <laughs> I'll make all the warriors look like Putin, and then it'll still be going. There'll be a, a hidden race called Putin Russians, and they all look like Putin. <laughs> New expansion. Oh, cool, man! All right, dude. Uh, well, appreciate it, guys, for uh, hanging in there and uh, listen. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully, can get this out quick and uh, get you guys uh, something to something to listen to. This a video game based. So, all right, appreciate it. Thanks for listening. See you guys. Good night. You're a monster.